0: Welcome back to another episode of the Finding the Dash, where we are here to try to make every moment count in our lives. Joined again today by the King Mount Brothers. Last week we had talked a little bit about their testimonies and how long they've been together. Talked a little bit about how they got started. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, what they would recommend to someone who is struggling, who are falling, and a lot of other good information Today we're going to pick up and we're going to talk about the way that the King Mountain Brothers have progressed through time. So if I remember correctly, last week we had talked about when we first started, Brother Bill, you mentioned we had three guitars, you had one banjo, and you felt like we needed a mandolin. So, in order to have three guitars and a banjo, there had to be more than one member of the gang, so so,
1: just kind of curious oh, yeah, that one guy's really, really talented. <laughs> he could
0: have been. There's some talented people in the world. But going back in time a few years, who, who were the original members of the King Mountain Brothers?
2: Uh, the best I can remember, uh, it was brother, brother Robert and Brother Bill, and Brother Mac played the banjo, and Sister Sheila always went and played the bass with us, and Brother Link Wilson and myself and uh through time brother link matter of fact brother links actually passed away about a month ago so one of them's gone but uh over the years it's it's changed uh brother bill as when he went into the ministry has kind of went out on the preaching circuit circuit rider (laughs) Uh, but brother mac and uh sister sheila and sister sharon goes with us all the time now and uh and I, to me, I know Brother Robert was talking about the way me and him lean on each other a lot. A lot of times, I'm down and he'll. But to me, Brother Mac has always been a lot of the foundation, the commitment. And it take it takes commitment. Yeah, it That's always true, always it dedication. And sometimes you you have to go when you don't feel feel like going. And uh, Sister Sharon and sings with us now, probably for twenty twenty some years, I guess. Yeah and a very precious fellow that should have mentioned I guess in the first episode Eric, Eric Rassnick yes, goes with us a lot now and uh, man what a testimony he's got yeah. And uh, but over the years you know, the Lord may call one to do something different and yeah. now Brother Robert is actually a pastor in a church and uh, we don't go as much as we used to but we still, still lean on each other and uh, most precious friends we ever had and like I said, like I said before, without us being without, I never really like calling us a group, but I I couldn't do what I've done in my life without Brother Mac and Sheila and Sharon and Robert and Bill and everybody, they uh, <laughs> and my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Got to give credit to them. And that actually is a,
1: that's a wonderful point because, um, you know, we, you know, you guys really you guys go and you, 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 sacrifice and you, I was thinking today, I, I, you know, a lot of the times that you really, you've went and you've sung, you know, and I was, uh, you know, I grew up traveling with him and then there for a while, about five to six years or so, I traveled with him pretty well, full time playing guitar and stuff there before my wife and I got married and, uh, and things. And, you know, I saw that, you know, a lot of times there wasn't Necessarily, offerings that you know, uh, and things, and, and so that was just money out of your own pockets for the gas to, to go and do these singings. That was, uh, you know, if they did charge admission somewhere, would not you know, that wasn't what you was in it for. You wouldn't, we wouldn't really sing there because a person shouldn't have to pay to have church, right? And um, we're not there to be a show; we're there to have church. And and uh, but you couldn't do all those things still. If you didn't have support at home, if it wasn't for your wives behind you, or you know, and and Sister Sheila and and Sister Sharon's case, their husbands behind them, and and being okay to 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 support that type of thing, so uh, it's it's wonderful that God placed them there as as support uh, for this ministry, and and that's exactly what it is. But uh, you also made mention, Brother Mike, that um, about. brother Robert pastor in his church now and uh and brother dad <laughs> brother dad brother Bill or dad uh I'm just going to call him dad for all y'all on radio link since he's my dad uh but uh for dad you know uh, hitting the evangelistic trail there years ago and um so how I was going to ask him how many years have you been preaching now I know uh, dad if I can remember right was probably March 88 18. 89 1989. Okay, so I was thinking it was right First there. and now. I can I can remember. remember I slightly can remember some of that. First uh, message. Brother Robert, when when do you remember when you? You know, was I called?
3: honestly can't put a, a timeline on it, and I don't know if even people would even call some of it preaching or not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I
1: know what you mean, uh, I think you did a lot of good preaching before you ever. I come felt out to the I members. felt
3: called early in life. But I felt my calling with the group was I was fulfilling what God wanted me to do. And, you know, my uh, Mike's wife Teresa and my wife Teresa worked in the Christian school and yeah. we had kids. I had we we had jobs and I could not do everything seemed like that I needed to do to fulfill what I felt like God wanted me to do. So I sunk my my, my whole uh, entire being into the writing songs and with the group, working in the school, and teaching Sunday school. And, you know, I felt like the preaching part came a little later in life. And uh, I honestly probably should have started before I did. But I just didn't feel like I, I could do everything that I, yeah. I needed to do because, right. you know, we human beings... Can only go so far with what we need to do and i'm i'm satisfied that you know the 15 years i worked here in the school with my wife that was a wonderful time the 38 years i spent with the group been a wonderful time Great. and pastoring I can't say it's been a wonderful time. <laughs> <You've> been a <laughs> time right? You've been it's been a time, but I've seen people get saved, and yeah, I've seen. I've, seen I've yeah. been through floods and pandemics yes, and all have. kinds of different things, and I've I've sacrificed. But, but it's been Mark, it's yeah. been good.
1: Yeah, yes, sir. You know, you you talking about that and working here to school. Uh, I could and and to anybody listening out there. Sometimes it might seem that the odds are stacked against you, uh, or that maybe you feel that god is leading you in a way but you see no way that it will work out Uh, i remember um working in the coal mines brother robert and i can tell i could just about i feel like i could but um i feel like i could tell you the exact spot if i close my mind and uh I, i can remember sitting there in my shuttle car and i was thinking brother robert and sister teresa was working here in kindergarten at the school and uh, they were retiring and uh I, I said lord i really feel like and they they had been training my wife kinda in the kindergarten uh she was working with them as their helper and i said lord i really feel like it's meant for me and her to work together in that class starting out you know in kindergarten and to take that class but you know here i am you know i'm working full time here in the coal mines and and all this going on, and I'm the I'm the supporter for my family, and this just, I don't see how it would work out. And, you know, step by step, right in the nick of time, everything just fell into line, and it worked out. And, and by that next school year, uh, after Brother Robert and Sister Teresa retired, my wife and I had that class. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, God just worked. I couldn't see it. Um, I couldn't tell you how it was going to work. Uh, in fact, I could tell you exactly how it wasn't going to work. Um, right. yeah. But, you know, God just took it, and he put that little puzzle together, and he worked it right out and made something awesome out of it. Now yeah. we've been here. Uh, I've been here nine. I think this is my ninth year at the school. And um, it's just been it's been awesome just to see how God moved and all of that. So if you're out there and, and you do feel a call on your life, whether it's singing, it's preaching, it's a uh, Sunday school teacher, if it's... Uh, you know, taking up the offering if it's if it's anything, uh, and you feel and you feel God's got a call for you. He does. Don't rule God out. You're right. He right. can make a way where there's no way, and uh, yeah. just give it to Him. And in time, in His time, it's, it's going to work out. And um, so, brother Robert, uh, how all t- together? I know uh, if I can remember, how, how many recordings do y'all have out now? How many like CDs and stuff? I know we've we've kind of went into the age of iTunes uh, and everybody can kind of do digital downloads, but how many yeah. recordings do y'all have uh, as a group? And then I know brother Robert and dad both have yeah. some individual recordings, yeah, but I
3: think. I think it's 11,
2: 11 y'all, I think probably. Yeah. I, the
3: ones you know, I made one uh, CD right. on my own. It was mostly because I'd written a bunch of songs at, right. at the time and we couldn't, we couldn't record them all no. brother Mark. And, uh, I went back and I took the songs I really liked the best and we couldn't, we just couldn't use them all. So I went and did a recording of it and I, I looked back and I'm not saying this in a, in a bragging way but most every song on that CD was recorded by somebody and other people got to hear it. Right. And that was the main reason that I wanted to do it in the first place. Yeah. And it, it was different i've yeah. always been singing with you know singing with the group but it was different uh, Imagine, yeah a learning experience
1: <laughs> and, and dad you you've got one or two yeah i've got one one uh, on your <clears> TV. <throat> and um so now all three of you guys are songwriters and um and i I've, I've wrote a few songs myself and i know a lot of times it seems like when you're writing a song I mean that song's coming from your heart, and it's it mirrors kind of you and how you're feeling at the time a lot of times. But uh, how how many songs have you have? Do you think you've written? I mean, do you keep a log and and kind of have a number, or do you? I know at one point we tried to put together like for Christmas one year something a book for Brother Mike on. Uh, with songs he'd written and things And uh No we didn't get them all But <laughs> And a lot of times he, he, he don't write them down It seems like either So uh, But I know there's a lot Of songs here uh, Among you guys Because um, I know it myself A lot of times I'll write a song mm-hmm. or, and, and I'll be like Well This may You know Y'all y'all recorded one And, and then um, After that Brother Mike and I rewrote. wrote The uh, uh, storms will come. Anchor holds, and um, and we've wrote and uh, worked on another one together since then, and, and and things. But a lot of times, those songs, you know, when I write them, I just feel like they're just for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, same uh, same they same may same never they may never go out to nobody else. That, that 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 just might be God speaking straight to me. And uh, so, would you would you say eighty songs? You think you wrote eighty songs yourself? Well? I know, bro,
2: I know, right. I know
1: you can write them for. Funerals I, for
2: weddings. I, I mean, probably wrote, wrote sixty or seventy, but I, it's nothing compared to what. I think probably around four hundred, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I,
3: I'd say. I've better. got. Well, no, well, way undershot that. Yeah. I've, I've got, got notebooks and stuff. Too,
0: yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Wow. Um, I wrote a lot that I didn't write down. I'm yeah. going to give you a tip if you ever get. <laughs> don't. You know, I thought I could always remember them. Right. <laughs> it don't work that way. No. That way. Yeah. Uh, if you do get an inspiration from yeah, from the Lord or whatever, you better write it down and keep track of it. I've yes. I've got notebooks and uh, papers stuck up and in boxes and stuff that I've had for years that you know we never sung or anything. But like you, they it meant something to me at the time. Sure. And uh, I, I'd have to go back and try to learn them all over again, brother Mike.
2: might That's it. A- it's something like where right now. I'm I'm in I'm in an age of life where I got songs that's precious to me, but I'm now to where I can't remember them good enough to start out on them and sing them. But yeah. unless I go back and look at them or something, I'm the same way.
1: I I still am considered to be a young man. Uh, I'll be 41 this year, but I know now if I write one and I'll have it in my head, and I'm like, man, this this is gonna be a good one. And, you know, to me, this is
2: going to be a good one.
1: But uh, then I'll go, and, and by the time, I, I'm no singer. So by the time I get to Brother Mike, and I'm like. I
2: think Brother Mark's a songwriter, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Kind. I found one. We, 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 live, we live
0: in a world where anybody can identify as whatever you want
1: to do it. So, <laughs> <laughs> it. was one day I. <laughs> we might want to be careful there. Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs>
2: it's,
1: it's, we just lost a lot of the whole of people right there.
0: Let
3: me clarify,
1: Brother Chad.
0: When I was a young boy, I, I had this notion that I was going to write a song. And I think it was a hybrid of something in the hymnal mixed with something from Brother Mike and Brother Robert Brother Bill. One of the, it was a hybrid song, the only song I think I ever tried to write. And uh, brother, I lost it. I forgot all about it. And Brother Mike gave it to me one day. And yeah, had I it. You're down at the wow. bottom of the screen. What about that? And I thought, you know what? You know, if if this if my current career path don't work out, <laughs> you know,
1: that may be another option. You always <laughs> got to have a backup. You always yeah. got to have a backup. I mean, every car's got a spare. Right? Mean, you got to have a backup. But
0: that old song, it didn't rhyme, it, you know, but it meant something to me. I was talking about something yeah. means something to you. It meant something to me. I don't know that
1: that's a requirement. No, I don't think
0: so. It was great in the shower.
1: I from love it. For music today, I don't think it has to rhyme anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> half of mine don't exist. I can go back and look at them now and be like, man, what was I thinking? You know, <laughs> Who wrote this? Uh, who wrote this? But it meant something to me at the time. And it might have been that that got me through whatever I was facing. You know? Yeah, it, it really be. might have been. And so, um, you know, it's, it's just, wow, 499. And I, Brother Mike. Now, mine's
3: six, just a guesstimation. I don't have well, a number on that. There.
1: That's still, that's amazing. And now. Uh, We talked a little bit about this beforehand uh, when we was uh, sitting here before the the podcast started. Uh, Now, have y'all heard, like, I know y'all don't necessarily um, check any type of analytics and things on, uh, but have y'all heard uh, heard anywhere, like, other countries that are playing your music and and, and things of that nature? Like, uh, I know uh, maybe transferred into other languages or or anything have, have,
2: have y'all heard on on that what have y'all well i know i i the song i have been blessed is is in several different countries i, I don't know how it's got it as far as it's gone but uh, i know canada and the philippines and mexico and uh several more but uh, and it's really just amazing that right down the road here one night after a homecoming that i just started walking around and singing it, and it just come to me and it come started singing the verses of that song and it just amazes me what how big god is to right. take something and if I, brother robert needs to talk about how he got so much thinking for too yes <laughs> yeah uh, that was one of the most amazing
3: parts of my songwriting. Um, to make it really short, I was in a real hard personal trial. And I was at work, I was walking up down the road tracks. My job was empty and loaded cars of coal. And and I hate to admit this, but as grown men, we don't like to cry sometimes. But, you know, i, just, I was just, my heart was broken. I'm The tears just flowing. I I by myself walking up the road try. And I was trying to talk to God, and my heart was questioning why the trial I was going through when I was trying to do everything in my life right. And uh, I felt the Spirit of the Lord check me when I was questioning why these bad things, and why aren't you focusing on the good things that I've done for you? Well, all these things come flooding in. Just one right after another. Food on my table. Uh, my children are healthy. Mm-hmm. I've got a good job. I've got a wife that loves me. Church family. I've got a group that I sing with. All these things. And I said, I questioned my mind. Lord, how am I going to write all that in a song? And... I felt the Spirit of God check me in. You don't need to write all that. You just need to say so much yeah. to thank me for. Well, and I went down. It was about lunchtime. Dropped <coughs> the cars down, got ready to unload them. Went in this little six by six concrete building, and I took out my dinner napkin, and I began to write down those a few little words. I said, Lord, if you're gonna if it's gonna be a song, I want the whole group to be able to sing it. And when I look around and see mm-hmm. all the good things he does for me, I know I'm unworthy of them all. For his blessings, he freely gives. Yes, I owe my life to him. Yeah, Amen. and then uh, you know the course was so it was so easy. It just, yeah. brother Mike, you know how it comes sometimes. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I've got so much. To thank for so much to praise him well we at the keen mountain brothers you guys have witnessed through the years we very seldom ever practice yeah. all of our songs were learned during all the services
2: yeah.
3: and uh, when people were praying we'd, we'd try a new song
4: yeah.
3: well I, we came up here to practice that night and brother Mike, i can't remember exactly if i left my napkin at home yeah if I wrote the words down after I got here what I could remember but the second verse I couldn't I couldn't remember the second verse or I you know it's all blurry that part of it but I was out here trying to learn it you know the repeat part and all that and I said I can't remember the second verse so Brother Michael was over here and he said well give me a minute and he walked out opened the door back there and walked out in the, and he come back in he said I think I got it one day I'll reach heaven, sure. Yeah. Oh, please, let, let me know some more. Amen. And from that, so. my Brother Mike talked, it's been everywhere you could think of. Yeah. And it, that's over 30 years ago, and it's still the most requested song that I sing and the group really yeah. sing. Yeah. And I have not taken anything away from Brother Mike's song. It, that's one of the greatest anointed songs I've, I've yeah. ever heard. But people just identify. Yeah, We sang it so much, brother Mike, I guess through the years that yeah. people just identify us with that song.
1: I know when we'd sing over the breaks, it didn't matter if the group in front of you had just sung, So Much To Thank you For. We
3: had to sing Whenever it. Whenever we
1: year. got up, they would be like, Sing So Much To Thank you For. And that other group, you know, they might have been like, huh? You know, <laughs> you know we just did. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but now, and, I, and, and, and it's different when it's coming from the heart of the writer. Right. Yeah. Yes. You know, because they can sing, another group can sing it, but they just don't have the feeling that you have because right. every time you sing that song, it means so much to you. You're, you're seeing what God helped you to feel when you were writing that yeah. song. You're reminded
3: of that. You know, and that's one reason I wanted to say that because, you know, I, I take all the credit for the song uh-huh. most of the time. <laughs> and Mike, being a friend that he is, he doesn't mind. But the the second verse is, the one he wrote is probably the most powerful song, the part of the song. Uh-huh. But uh,
2: you know, it's our song. I yeah. just I, yeah, I just have I, to say it that way. It's our song. That's what I say too. I mean, song when you talk about songwriters. It, there's very seldom have I ever sit down and tried to write a song. Right. I just usually it's it's got to be inspired, but something you went through. I feel or, or something, or something, and, feel and feel what you're when, <clears throat> you're talking about yeah. one song that's really it's it's a county, the, the happening in the county when they had the shooting. Every day's a gift, and I woke up at three, about three in the morning, singing this song, and I like Robert said, I I know then I was old enough then I know that I better get up and write it down. Yeah, and uh, and with, with with those deputies being shot and Eric. Shane and two of them killed, but it it, show, it I think it shows everybody that mercy is new every day, and, yeah. and and the gift of life. And if you got your family healthy and just so many blessings that we look we look sometimes take for granted, but I, I give God all the glory because I really I really always felt. No, I mean I, I, I register them with BMI which that ain't don't cost nothing and then you don't really much get much but anyway how can how sometimes i wonder how can someone when god just pours it out on you yeah. i really don't want no no credit for it anyway because right. it's uh, to him all it's all all his glory really. right uh, you know
3: certain songs mean so much to you i the song i don't sing it, we don't sing it as much as some of the others but uh I Walk through this valley with you yeah, is yeah. one of the most dear songs in my heart because it was written while I was walking up down the aisles of a hospital. My wife was dying, yeah. and all I could think of was the 23rd song, brother. Mm-hmm. You know, I heard the doctor say she's going to die, and that, that's that's the person I love. Yeah. And all I could feel in my heart. Yeah, you don't want to walk through the valley and shut up Mm -hmm. death. I'm fearing a weak one without with me. And to this day, I I can't help it. That brings tears to my eyes because I know God gave her back to me and he was there and he he changed the circumstances just like that. Her heart rate was 249. Her blood pressure had bottomed out. The doctor said she's going to die. And she even prayed the prayer. Lord, I, I want to live to raise my children, but if not, I'm ready to go. And when she prayed that prayer, instantly her blood pressure went back to normal, her heart rate went back to normal, and the little nurse came out and said, "Thank God, thank God, thank God." <laughs> <laughs> so those things, yeah, you, you know, know they're more than songs yeah, to me. Yes, they are. Each
1: song's really a testimony. I mean,
2: that's what really yeah. you, you talk about your burden for the young people. What me and Roberts taught for the last nine nine months or a year. I, I would encourage any young person that wants to do anything for God, especially to learn an instrument. I've done said that before. But but give God leeway to to write a song. I mean, yeah. Yeah. he can put a song in anybody's heart. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. we didn't we didn't set out. We didn't set out to write these songs, right? We, but and who can tell what God and 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 that one I don't. It would encourage you because because when you're a blessing, some somebody sometimes you think you want to be a blessed, but when you see other people being blessed by something God has done in your life, it it oh, yeah. makes all the difference. I fall, I fall back. I didn't start out writing songs. I started
3: out writing poetry.
2: Yes.
3: <laughs> I, I was writing poetry to my wife, Brother Mark. Wow. <laughs> and, you know. step it up. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> Things might have been smoother, up. huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, anyway. You know, I, I took a, one night, I took a whole bunch of stuff over Brother Mike's. Yeah. And he said, you know, you, you can make songs out of a this great. stuff. That great. And uh, we'd sit down and work them out. And,
2: it's amazing transfer looks <laughs> no we we're, were probably in our 20s i guess we were we were yeah, a long time yeah. ago. No, yeah. I'm kidding. We we to, your mom we, it was at homecoming dinner one one year and we yeah. was going we was just standing in the line and i happened to be behind your mom and we hadn't ever started singing but she said you know robert has has wrote several poems said so if you ever get a chance to look at him so i invited him over to come eat dinner then go over and look at him. and man they, they blow me out of water it's wow. great now <laughs> i'm glad you guys
1: kind of circled back here to the beginning because something we had kind of missed over was i know there's some funny stories here about when first started possibly about somebody about passing out or something oh yeah <laughs> that
3: leads back to my mom well she talked to Brother Mike about poems and different things. And I, I've been practicing at home, you know, trying to write, make a song. Well, she knew it. She walked up and caught me a few times. I was sitting there on the couch practicing. Well, you know how services run. Everybody in the church got up and sung that night that was supposed to sing. And being the, you know, straightforward mom that I have, she said, I'd like to hear Robert sing a song he's been practicing. So <laughs> I come up on the platform, and I get up here, and I'm a nervous wreck. First song I ever sung in my life. I learned how to play the guitar. You know, I wasn't real smooth. And there's a thing I'd written down is sort of like a poem. I made a song out of it. I come up here to sing, and naturally, I still do it today most of the time, close my eyes. I close my eyes, and I'm singing and playing along, and all at once I hear this noise, and everything is pure sound, and I open my eyes, and it's dark, and I said, Lord, I passed out during the middle of the song. I passed out, and I can't see us. but lo and behold, the electricity went off and it was just total darkness in the church and I, I thought I'd either died and went to heaven or I'd passed out one or the other but after that you know things things got a little easier each time I sung but that was a defining moment for sure Oh, I'll <laughs> never will forget the song though I've never sung it since yeah. Master picked a rose from his garden yeah. and it was just and that was one you wrote or was that? yeah Wow. yeah and I don't like to it when you, when you can't see nothing but darkness, blackness, and every, you're supposed to be singing to a church full of people. It's different, but I I, I did. I thought of past owners. That
1: you? might would have helped me.
2: <laughs>
1: Not being able to see everybody. <laughs> uh, uh, Do you think, uh, Brother
2: Mike, you or Daddy, got any funny stories? Of- no, no. I, I mean, I could probably think of something. I've, I've always been wanted to keep my eyes closed and so so i don't see a whole lot (laughs) yeah we've had this is
3: a lot of people don't know this but i've had to tap Mike on the shoulder sometimes he getting ready to quit and people have come up and started praying that he didn't realize it because he didn't he didn't (laughs) see him there and you know and it's a lot better when the altar service is going on if they can hear you singing or whatever but we were all you know guilty of that to some extent i still close my eyes a lot and get nervous about things. But uh God's always been there to lean on. Yeah, yes.
4: I believe we all got some uh funny moments or comical moments. Uh, uh my mind's racing on some of the things I've done. <laughs> some things I said. I know uh been a few times I start out one song and end up on another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh but uh down through the years there's been a lot of things happening and uh but every time i walk behind a pulpit even today you know been christian 40 some years you know it's every time i walk behind a pulpit where i'm singing or where i'm preaching or i'm at a funeral if i'm doing a wedding if i'm at the nursing home, or if I'm <coughs> up there at the prison, you know, the prison ministry, every time I walk behind that sacred that sacred desk, it goes back in my mind, I think about just how sacred and how powerful our God really is right. and what and all He can do. So I get nervous, and sometimes uh, you hear the old saying, you know, have you got butterflies? Yeah. Well, I have butterflies sometimes. And uh, even sitting here, uh, you know and there's a lot of things I say, Lord I want to say the right thing mm-hmm. right. you don't know who will be listening I want to <clears> say the right thing and but I've had some a lot of things happen and uh, some of them I don't know if I were to share them or not but uh, but uh, there's been a lot of things down through the years we've shared a lot of good times and bad times together right. we've seen a lot of things yeah, yeah. I remember one time going to a church we went to sing at, and this wasn't me, but it was my wife, and uh, your wife Chad, Burmite's daughter, was there. We went to this church and uh, we went in there and sat down. I think they sat maybe at the front pew, and there was this young man coming there and said that oh, yes. was his seat. Was yeah. and he hopped up in her my wife's lap. My wife went. <gasps> Didn't know what to do. You know, that burst her to death. And when I looked around and seen what happened and her facial expressions, I got tickled.
1: But... Uh, I do want to say, Mom, if you're listening, it couldn't have happened to a better person. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's true. That's true. And uh, But uh, it, life, to me, we've got so much to, to shout about. We've got so much to we be do. happy about. If you're a Christian friend, we've got... Something to really be happy about mm-hmm.
1: that's uh, you know as, as I was kind of saying earlier before we started recording this um, you know in those early days um, everywhere you went didn't have a PA system and so we always had to carry the the PA system in a trailer brother Mac would always haul that and he he brother Mac was he's a great behind the scenes guy I mean he's he's not necessarily one of those that's up front in the group, per se. I mean, he's, he doesn't necessarily do lead, but he does all. You know, he did the booking, he did the yeah. tapes, he did the trailer. I mean, he 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 he, he did all so much. And um, But uh, we, would, we would have to un- get there early and unload the PA and set it up, and Brother Kenny would run the sound, and then we'd have to tear it down every night after the service and load it back up. So some of my greatest memories as kids loading that old trailer. I can still remember the smell of that old wood box. Uh, I don't know if it was the varnish on it, the type of wood it was, whatever that held all the cables and everything. But um, then here now it's been, you know, thirty some years later, and uh, my wife and I started taking the kids to youth camps and and things, and we pulled that old trailer out of retirement. It's still in great shape, surprisingly. That's a, another miracle of the Lord. And um, we we hauled uh, luggage in that trailer and took these kids to youth camp and. We're we're in this youth camp and people running around going. The Key Mountain Brothers are here. Has anybody seen them? Where, where's the Key Mountain Brothers? I saw the trailer out front. I heard the Key Mountain Brothers going to be here, and they were so disappointed when I said, "Uh, that's my trailer. That's just luggage. They're not they're, they're not really here." So, um, it was. uh it was just a, you know, I had to let them down easy, so to speak. It was. They probably was disappointed the rest of the week, but. Uh, do you ever remember a moment that you guys can? I remember uh, it was one Sunday here at church. We called it Treat Sunday. He was going to sing at the Gift of Love, and I asked you, could I go and play guitar with you that day after after service? It, you know, we called it Treat Sunday, where we give out treats right there the Sunday before Christmas here at church, and we always did the Gift of Love dinner after that. And y'all y'all told me I could. I went and we sang at the gift of love and then immediately after the gift of love that night we ended up having a funeral uh to go sing at or wake service but i can remember that singing there at that gift of love and while we were singing there was people that would would pray and it would just seem like they would be so touched during that singing and these were these were people the gift of love dinner was for the needy in the the area that didn't have money for christmas and didn't have clothes yeah. and things and they would come and they would feed them a good dinner and and they would uh, give them hygiene products and they would have clothes there for them sister lois and all always it did a wonderful a great, job great, of that great heard brother roger and <laughs> yes, uh, so they they I, I wish the opportunity was there for it to keep going it was it was just such a wonderful thing and, uh but there was people that would get saved through that and i remember um, I can remember as a young man here, I was, you know, in my early, I guess early to mid teens at that point, but I, 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 seeing those people come crying and praying, and I was like, man, this this is where I need, this is where I want to be, you know, seeing this and just feeling this, that this is where I want to be. And uh, did y'all ever have moments throughout these years of, that just confirmed Maybe is this a special moment that stuck out in your mind that just was confirmation to you of this is where I need to be or this is where I want to be uh, during your singing ministry.
3: Well, we've had so many special times like yeah. that. And I I don't. I remember once we went to Alabama, sung in Brother Ralph's uh, homecoming down there, and we we went like on a Friday. And we'd sung Saturday night and Sunday, and we were all wore out, and we had to come back and all go to work the next day. And they asked us to go to drive an hour out of our way to go to visit someone in the hospital.
4: Oh,
3: yeah, that, yeah, uh, you know, said he didn't have long to live. And we got over there, and the man had, he had brain cancer. And, uh, he, he had had one time experience with the Lord. He was a very wealthy man but he lost it all his his family lost his business and here he was dying of cancer and uh his, had he they'd done surgery and they had his head all bandaged up and he he just didn't look good at all and we walked in that room brother mike and he said big smile come on his face yeah, and, and he asked us he said what do you sing so much thank him for I'll never yeah. and man my heart busted yeah. uh, here the man had lost everything in life, his his finances, yeah. his home, uh, his business. And here he is with with cancer of the brain and they're not giving him any chance to live. And here like he wants so us he wants to us to sing songs. Praise the Lord. Lord. And I you know, I questioned Brother Mark driving all the way over there. We're gonna be we was already so wore out and tired and everything. We'd sung yeah, so much. It was great. And My heart, when he said that, my heart just melted because to me, the whole drive down there and all the singing and everything, not just, you know, the camp meeting, but that special moment in time Mm -hmm. when somebody touched their life to the point that that was going to be maybe their last request. Yeah. Yes. But, you know, the Lord touched that man. Yes. And he came out of the hospital got his business back he would call brother mike quite often just to tell him how how good he was doing and everything and I, he may still be alive today yeah, i don't right, really know that's amazing. but it was such an an, an experience and I'll, I'll say this while it's on my mind uh we sung in a nursing home in draper valley that's what, that's what oh, i started yeah. that's what i started oh my saying. we <laughs> the people there they it would just reveal yeah, oh, yes. it just like a house where one or two people working there and uh, it was full of, of yes, people that couldn't help themselves little yeah. mark and they were just we had one little guy that had down syndrome and mm-hmm. he jumped up and wrapped his arms around me and mm-hmm. i had to give him my guitar strap before i left and he just you know he he was touched by it but when we started walking out and getting in the van there's, there's a elderly black man come up so they had a chain link fence around Sp- it, and he stuck his fingers through through the the holes in the chain link and he said you call me brother yeah. and he said if i'm your brother take me home with you yeah. oh man yeah. i run my no, I my heart you. i said the lord just smoked me to the point where here you're getting to get to go home You've been blessed with a family and yeah. people that care about you. You got church people. You got your friends here, and here's somebody that would love to be able to go home to you. Yeah. And it's one of those times in life where it's permanently etched in your mind, yeah. and it, it just burns. I can still, brother, my time just no, see know. stand there on that fence. Yeah. I remember. You called me days. brother. Yeah. Would you take me home just with you?
1: We
2: doing uh, Christmas with those folks. Yeah, we take about them. gifts. Yeah. yeah. We bought fruit, bananas, and different yeah. things, and took to them. And yeah, I guess the, the, some of the requests. I mean, I try to do what they want. And I, I know a couple of years I sung Rudolph the Red Nose. Rudolph reindeer. the Red Nose Reindeer. That little guy. That little guy. That little guy wanted to hear Rudolph the Red Nose yeah. Reindeer. I remember
1: the, the, one, the one person running around didn't have a belt, but they had rope
2: tied to their yeah.
1: pants. Yeah.
2: remember? yeah, yeah. They, they were just special, special. Now, let, me, let me say that. I, not, I, I've all, I've always enjoyed singing for the Lord, no matter where, where we're at. I mean, we've sung in big churches, little churches. But for me, sometimes I' singing at places like Draper Valley, or you know, or a few, the funerals that we're, we, the Lord helps helps us to be in. And, and I, th- I think I think Jesus would be there. I mean, I think that's yes, what sir. that's what He would be. Well, that's the most important and, thing. Uh, and and sometimes I think. The, the funerals that we have been in over the years and I don't know how many but uh, I think sometimes that's our main ministry to to reach the lost because a lot of times now it's hard to get people to come out to church yeah. but right there you've got you've got the people that's lost and don't go to church but they've got a perfect example in front of them that life is not going to last forever Right. and uh, God, God, has moved for us in several yeah. to I, I would say that
1: a lot of times too, when, you, when you're scheduled to sing somewhere, and this can be like us, you know, doing the nursing home ministry, it can be the prison ministry, it can be a funeral home, um, we can be church, wherever you, wherever you're scheduled to sing at, um, you know, you go with a burden to sing, and, and that you you want to be a help to them. But nine times out of ten, you come back home. They would
3: yeah. come to you. You're the one that's blessed. Uh, I know. about every time yes, we go to always. the nursing
1: home, or even up to the prison, you know, uh, I usually don't get nervous anymore going into the prison. You know, when I first started going, we did. But you you, you go in there, and and those guys that come to the service usually come in hungry for the service. Yeah. They're ready to have service. Yeah. They're ready to talk to somebody from the outside. They're they're just they they open themselves up to just be touched but and it's it's really a whole different feeling than a lot of times what you get in the service yeah um and 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 then to um maybe you didn't sing everything just right on key or or maybe you forgot the words to a song or or something um but then they they still they come up and they hug you so tight and just thank you for for coming up and taking the time to be with them, and yeah. and and it's it's a blessing to you, and you, you usually end up leaving there more blessed.
3: I gotta add one more experience to do real quick. Absolutely, brother, brother Mike, I believe it might have just been me and you. I don't know. We went to Roy Wilson's house. Yeah. he had was t- taking cancer treatments, <clears throat> and we went up there to sing for him, and they. They had a little boy, he like three or four years old, and you know, we're singing songs and brother Mike, we'd pass him back and forth between me and brother Mike. And the the Spirit of the Lord felt so strong in that that just singing to the man that was battling cancer, just had a few days to live, but the Spirit of the Lord felt so strong in there. And that little boy we passed around with Josh Bowman.
4: yeah Yeah. i remember i was
3: yeah Mm -hmm. and we was passing him around little did we know we was holding on to one of the greatest little preachers and singers you know that 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 god was going to anoint. and now i look and he's got a family uh those kids and he's preaching everywhere and yeah and that every time i see him brother mike brother bill i reflect back to that moment Here we was just with with his pawpaw there singing and getting ready to go home. And little did we know that that Holy Ghost that fell on in that room up there that day was going to touch that little boy's life. And what a man of God he's going to turn out to be.
1: Do uh, Now, we, we discussed a little bit there about the, the stories behind so much to thank him for. And every day is a gift. Uh, but I don't think we've touched on uh the story really behind I've been blessed. Is there
2: a Well it really it really some of it uh first of all, Brother Mac when when you asked him how he's doing, he always says I blessed. Blessed. I mean he said that yeah. as long as I can no matter remember what he blessed. And then uh our last night of homecoming and that, that year I I was on I was on my way to work. <laughs> After after home come that Friday night, but Brother Joey Hyatt had brought Sister Marilyn, and she was she was getting pretty pretty bad then, and she got to where she couldn't she couldn't raise her arms, and he brought her up in front of the altar that night. And if you remember, he uh, <clears throat> praying for, her, but then you know what what he was saying is, Sister Marilyn can't raise her arm, but you've got a whole congregation. The entire who
3: congregation that can that,
2: that can yes, and I I, I know that's where that arms that can raise and stuff like yes. that come from. But I just I don't know. I've I've always I've always felt unworthy in a way. God's been so good to me, but when 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 you're honest with yourself and you look around at your family, at your loved ones and all that you all that that God has given you. And for some reason he he, he he's he's blessed the Key Mountain Brothers with songs that Portrays what he's done, and 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 yes. not not only our lives, but everybody's life. I right. mean, if they're honest with theirself, I mean, God's been good to every one of us, and I, mm-hmm. and you know, like I say, well, just in the middle of the night, I worked third shift then, but in the middle of the night down there, walking on the dismal river at the coke ovens, so, I just started singing that song, and, man, it's a, it's gone. It's gone way out there. I don't know who knows. You know how how it got that as far as it is. But it's. I'm just. I'm just glad. I'm glad. I'm glad God could use it to, maybe win somebody. I see her face every time we sing. Yeah. yeah. I See her sitting there on the altar,
3: and uh, she was a great inspiration to all of oh, us. Oh man. And one of the, greatest women I ever met in my life. And. She challenged every one of us. And. Well, i say every time we sing that song i see her there and her how she worshiped god she was definitely an inspiration yeah. to each one of us she worshiped
1: no matter the circumstances
2: several of the songs has come from actual messages i know brother hyatt preached yeah not for sale and then yeah. the fog was lifting and <clears throat> i wrote one brother gabbard preached at richland's camp meeting about the eagle life one night, and that's where that came from yeah but, but a whole lot of it is just experiences and inspiration that you go through yourself
1: mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know this next question here would be very difficult and I don't know if there's actually a number that we could really guesstimate here but have you ever sat and tried to think about the miles that you may have traveled uh, a number of miles <coughs> that over the years
3: I really haven't be afraid, really to, have, say, be afraid <laughs> to say I I would like to say this while you're answering that question. You know, all of us have worked jobs, Mm -hmm. and we never, not one time in every year that we've we've been together, every day we've been together, wherever we went, we've never asked for an offer. Never. Not once. And God provided we went through a bunch of vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. went through a bunch of tires. Yeah, we went through a bunch strings, of brakes and strings. burnt a lot of gasoline. Yes. But God's yeah. always made a way. Always. And you know, we just are common folks. We don't. We don't have uh, a money tree growing in our yard. <laughs> but, brother Mark, God always made a way, and uh, it it amazes me when I look back over it. It's gotta be hundreds of thousands of miles of we travel. I'm sure. I'm sure. And uh yes. he he made a way and not not necessarily by money or whatever. He supplied things that we needed other than, you know, uh, vehicle parts or, or whatever. <clears throat> he he always made a way for us. Yeah. And uh I'm so thankful he did because we could have never done it without
2: faith and confidence okay. in God. One thing I wish I had done, and just for myself, is is uh, I wish I'd have kept the cards of the funerals that we have been in. Yeah. Because i I mean, I don't know. I'd be afraid. To say I would that think I mean.
3: it's over three thousand. Yeah. We tried to add up one day. Sometimes we we were on two funerals a day. Yeah. And uh, I would think it would be above three thousand i kept a saying. lot of
4: them but uh, Roberts, you made me think i've got a sort of like a little small briefcase one of them aluminum jobs and it's stacked full of them but uh i sometime back well it's been years back now but me and deb was trying to counter one time within there was one time i can remember that uh within 15 to 18 days we sung at 14 different funeral services. Yeah, we do. In two weeks basically. Well I rem- I remember the and that's very first day. You know, the,
1: the the that what I was uh, alluding to earlier when I said that first time I sung with you and said that gift of love, that was around December. It seemed like I think from that December that, that day in December till February or end of February, which was like a, basically about a month and a half, it was like twenty five funerals. Yeah. If I remember right that year. Uh, just in that short amount of time because it was I can remember it seemed like they was one to two a day, if not if it wasn't every day or every <coughs> night, it was every other night during that time. Mm-hmm. And then you still had your normal church services where you guys led the singing yeah. uh and everything in the middle of that, not counting revivals and things and and so uh it's it's you well, know, what a blessing.
3: That is the highest honor someone can give you to be able to sing over their loved one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what man Mark talked about a few times. We don't see anybody coming on to do that type mm-hmm. of ministry. And uh, brother Mark, you witnessed, you know, working in the health industry. You you're around people. We're all dying. We're all when we were born. We we're, we're dying. Yes, sir. And somebody needs. I don't know, you may be listening tonight, but somebody needs to be involved. Yes. And that is a great ministry, singing in funerals, and uh, very few people
2: do it. I, I just it's, it's popped in my mind. I'd like to ask the, uh, Brother Mark, we've been actually looking for a bass singer, mm-hmm. if, you, if you're in reason. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, uh, let, let me get the songwriting down first and see what we can do after that. Oh, <laughs> I'm still working on that song. Really <laughs> <like>. <laughs>
1: uh, and, and you know, I was thinking too. Uh, through these years, not only has God provided the provisions that you needed, but man, the the friends we've made along the
3: way. Oh yeah. Uh,
1: you know, I was thinking the, the the Jackson family. You know, yeah, they're precious. great, precious folks that we, we've met through the years, and. and I can remember we was working out of town one time and uh we was in a little bit of a wreck or almost wreck and we're beside the road there with the lady and um uh, the other lady that was involved and the jackson family had been somewhere singing and they come down the road and saw us and they turned and came yep. back and was checking on us yeah. just to make sure oh, we yeah. was okay and everything mm-hmm. and and they've just been such great great My folks help. and and god has always provided uh, you know he's provided for us. He's gave us friendship. He's given us support, and it, it's just it's been so so wonderful. Um, we we kind of did a little bit of this earlier, but is there anything additional that you guys would want to say? If you uh, a message like you was talking about, somebody's got to fill in the gap. You know we, we have um, we have preachers that are going on. Um, to to their reward, and uh, we've we've had singers and song leaders and Sunday school teachers and just uh, prayer warriors that have, have gone on, and um, maybe these there's some young people listening or that are of the age where they're trying to just find out what God's will is for them, uh, or maybe it's some of those like we talked about that got in at youth camp and got back out and. Now they feel like, well, there's just no way that God can use me. Uh, I've, 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 I've messed up. Now I've went too far. God just, you know, God can't use me. What, what, what will we, you know? In, in, in winding up this episode, what what would you say to them today?
2: No, nobody nobody has a roadmap map that can see what life is going to be. But if you'll dedicate yourself and commit. Commit what what you are, who you are, and what you are, unto and, and the Lord. I mean, the sky is the limit, and, and and people people need people need somebody to come along after us. Really, I'm I'm I'm, I'm serious. It just there's just not nobody. But uh, who can tell what what a young person can do? <clears throat> We're blessed here. It came out to have. A great bunch of young people, and uh, I'd, I'd love to see them even in the school. And I think they've talked about it to have music class and learn, yes. and learn, 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 learn instruments and learn the piano. And some of them are, yes. but sometimes and a lot of them's backward, and, and I am too. But if they would just step out and see what God could do for them, I, I think I think it'd be just not only blessing the King Mountain, but to your whole your whole area. That's yes. there.
4: You know, we, uh, if you listen to any of the tapes, you know, ones I was on, and uh, songs we sang down through the years, uh, and not just that, but all of the Key Mountain Brothers songs and CDs and tapes and things. If you listen, to me, the Key Mountain Brothers has got their own style. It's not really a full bluegrass. It's not really sometimes a full southern. It's kind of a mixture i i think you know it's it's singing from the heart and a lot of kids i notice nowadays like something kind of ippity up you know you know a fast beat and you know bang 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 you know you know even kids going by the house sometimes they'll have their vehicles windows rolled down and you hear yeah. thump 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 you know from the loudspeakers and things you know or in their vehicle but what I'm trying to say is this. Mike's right. Needs somebody <clears throat> to fill in the gap, to fill her shoes. And, uh, you know, you can look at us and tell none of us are getting any younger. Mm-hmm. And But, you know, in the voices, I mean, I, I don't sing these brothers much except in church or something. But uh, it's, the old voices and old throats are getting pretty raspy pre-sore, pre-worn out and uh, sometimes we need help and uh, and I, am I saying that right brother and, uh, but if God's dealt with you and your heart to do something for him like some of the Brethren's already <coughs> said write a song like brother Mike said learn to play an instrument
2: you never know who you can touch. Yeah, it's just like a few months ago. I asked a few of the kids that was was doing good and wanting to do something for God. to how started helping us in sing. <clears throat> congregational singing. And and I know Brother Mark. it yeah. He just don't realize how big a help he is. But I'm, really, I'm I'm just for. Well, Sometimes I'm more out. I'm especially in the mornings now. I can't. But I'm for the I'm for the kids, the young the young people, because that's. I'm not going to be here. I mean, I know most, most of my days are gone, and I'd sure like to see somebody just turn loose and let God.
4: Yes.
2: You know, I don't think
3: <clears throat> you can define a calling unless you put in, in true definition. It's just something that you love to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, you, if you think you want to, want to write a song, the best way to go about it, get it inside your heart, what you're feeling in there, uh a song needs to have a message i know I, I love all kinds of music I love choir music i love i love uh southern gospel I love bluegrass gospel just I love all of us yes, but you know everybody got their own own thing that they really love, and you need brother Mike said you've got to apply yourself yeah to do that uh as far as nursing homes. What those people want to do when you go in there, they're going to reach their hand out to you. Yeah. Yes. All yes. they're looking for is somebody to, to touch them, yeah. Yeah. to know yes. that they're there, to You're know that the they're thought it. about. Yes. I mean, yeah. you don't have. Well, the Bible says, "You get a give a cold drink in my name." Yes. you'll otherwise no lose your reward. You don't have to be. You don't have to be the man behind the pulpit or or whatever. If you do something for the Lord, you will be rewarded. it. I believe it. And. Uh, As far as music, uh, music, I I love music to the point where in in years past, it it meant more to me than it does right now. Uh, Why am I saying it that way? Because I'm like, Brother Mike, I can't sit down for hours at a time now, and my body won't react like it did at that time. But I remember sitting until my fingers were blistered playing a guitar and everybody's been there that's how you get the calluses on your fingers yeah and if you're gonna if you love to play a piano you well, you got yeah. you've got to go over and put your hands on it you have got to apply yourself right if you're going to get better at it Yeah. And, and i'll share this secret with you brother mike and i we never didn't have a contest as far as that but when he'd write a song i feel challenged to write a song <laughs> and when he write one, write another, I feel challenged to write another. Why? Because people re- would respond to it, and yeah. I I fed off of that. I loved that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you could write something that would touch somebody's
2: heart, yeah, and change their life, man, of that. That'd be worth it all. Right. Really, and, uh, really, it's the same aspect as a preacher and a sermon and some, yeah. some,
3: It really is. And,
2: and, and I mean, I know it's different. Uh, Bill it's, was talking
3: about you know anybody. Uh, can make a racket, <laughs> <I> mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, thump on something, but after the thump's gone, where does yeah. it touch anybody's heart?
2: Right. Yes. Uh,
3: that's the reason I've always loved acoustic music. Yes. You can't hide behind anything. Right. Why do we sing a cappella a lot of times? The reason why they need to hear the, the words message. in that song. I'd
4: right. rather hear yeah. the words and, the uh,
3: music. Yeah. Why? Because after the music's gone, the words are going to stay in their heart yeah. and their mind. Yeah. And if you plant something, uh, I remember a message Brother Mark preached yeah. about change. Why? Because every time I see a change, mm-hmm. I say, Brother Mark preached on them things. Yeah. And there's just <laughs> things like that, phrases people say that, that you can feed off of. And if you apply yourself to that, you, people's, uh, well, I'm rambling too much. But kids will sit down and say, "I can't write about this or I can't write about that." If they really love it, they will sit down, brother Mike. Oh yes. And find a way yeah. to to finish that paper or whatever. If it's something they're if they don't like English and they love math, I'll give you that math base. Well, if you love writing about something that was written in the Bible or something that you saw happen in life or a message you heard, that's what you need to do. And God really helped all of us in that aspect. Uh, personal experiences, messages, messages preached, and things like that. If you love something, you're calling, you're doing what you love. I never did have a job that I actually loved.
2: <laughs>
3: I... I had a job that fed my family, right. but I did that not because I loved to do to do that. But what I did for the Lord is is what I love to do.
2: Yes,
3: and that that's going to have eternal paydays and eternal things that uh, we're going to be rewarded for, and memories that won't
2: go away. That's right. I'll carry to my grave with me. I'll say this, and then I won't say no more. But when I think when I think about how big God is in the universe and the galaxies, and all the stars, and then you climb a big mountain or go to Niagara Falls, and all but all, I think His greatest creation. I mean, one is music. Yeah, yeah. I think it was it was for His glory. Yes, and I know it's been corrupted by the world a lot of it. but yeah. Still yet, pure music. Yeah. And notes and chords and yes. harmony, and which it was meant we've never been be blessed off. with a lot of that. It's got to come from the heart. <laughs> but but it got, God, it got, the God loves, loves music because yeah. it brings Him glory. Look at David. <clears throat> yeah. It's got to come from the heart. Absolutely.
1: Well, I tell you, this has been a wonderful place to be. We always say that at the end of church services, and we've I guess in a way we've reminisced and had a little church here Mm -hmm. but uh, we uh, it has been awesome just getting to sit with you guys and I thank you for taking your time out to to be with us I thank you for your sacrifice throughout the years the inspiration you've been to me and my family uh, the help you've been to all those out there Uh, many times without a thank you many times without the uh, maybe an offering or without any type of uh, material reward here Um, but uh, thank you for all that you've done and uh, I appreciate all you listeners for joining us and uh, being in here part of that I hope that something they've said or we've said has touched you and uh, until next week when we get to be together again may God bless you and keep on making it count
2: I've got a
1: church